When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. On Giddy Up, Girl Power. Time for Girl Power on the Giddy Up on this Wednesday, seven minutes past ten and... Uh, our guest for Girl Power is a young lady that is living her dream. I think she always wanted to be involved in the game of thoroughbred racing, especially in the early part of her teens when she started to work for Maddie Williams. And since then, she's been able to work with some of the best trainers in the country. She's learned a lot along the way. And now she is making a name for herself as one of the, the best young trainers in the caper. And that was proven there on uh, the big awards night in Victoria recently when she was crowned the rising star, the, the, the rising star trainer in the state of Victoria. Um, uh, she is a superstar. Her name is Maddie Raymond, and she joins us now here on Giddy Up. Hello to you, Maddie. Good morning, Gareth. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, was it love at first sight when you started to work with the thoroughbreds or how did you get into the racing game being a girl growing up in Warrnambool? Yeah, well, I'd always always wanted a pony as a, yeah. as a child growing up. As soon as I was old enough, I was uh, picked up a little part-time job at Matthew Williams Stables uh, and I started wagon school to be at the stables <laughs> and it was pretty much all all uh, set sail. Then my, my parents knew pretty quickly that... Um, school wasn't going to gonna last very long and that I wanted to be with the horses. I guess once it gets into your blood um, and you catch that bug, it's something um, well, you can't get rid of it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm an outdoors person. Being locked up in a, in a classroom or inside in an office and absolutely do my head in once I'm outside and get some fresh air and, and working with the, the beautiful horses on, on, in my element. Yeah, what do you love about the thoroughbred the most? Oh, their their athleticism, what they can do. They're actually probably one of the, the worst put together animals you you could ever imagine. Yeah. They've got four four skinny legs and carrying a, a huge torso and expected to to run at speed. So uh, for them to be able to do what they do and us to be you know have to have to make sure that everything's working right. Um, yeah, they're they're beautiful, beautiful natured horses and. Um, they're, you know, for such a big animal for them to work with you and not against you, um, it's, it's so exciting for, for anyone involved in the horse industry. Who's been the biggest influence on you um, throughout your early part in the, of your career as a trainer, Maddie? Uh, obviously, I spent most of my time at Darren Weir's, yeah. so um, he, he'd definitely be my, be my biggest influence. And um, you know, I, I learned so much there and from, from the ground up, I was pretty inexperienced when I started with him, just having had a couple of part-time jobs prior prior to that. But that's probably what really got me fully involved and, and working with some um, exceptional well, champions along the way. Um, the, the excitement of, of getting to the races with, with a good horse in a nice race, there's, there's nothing better. And when you talk to horse people and 
Darren Weir made a mistake and he's paying the, the ultimate penalty um, at the moment. But they they tell you he's um, just a, he's he's got that unique ability that you can't explain as a horseman. What what did you learn from Darren Weir? Or was it hard to learn from from a, a, a trainer like that because he, he he was a genius in a way. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I've still got a, a lot of a lot of learning and a lot of experience too before I get anywhere close to his level. But just his natural horsemanship, like you just see him see him with a horse. He doesn't have to say anything and and even doing anything. They just uh, have this mutual respect between one another. Um, that that you don't see very often. There's very very few people that have that have that natural uh, demeanour about them towards horses, and it's just something you have to sit and watch. It's not something you can probably even learn learn to do. It just uh, comes within within yourself, and just the the way he handled obviously such a big operation and t- treated his staff, at, um, you know, in in the most utmost respect, and you know everyone wanted to be there everyone wanted to be a part of it everyone wanted to work hard um and and you don't get that in in every stables that's for sure yeah and and maddie do you find that one of the greatest challenges trying to think um what a try and work out what a horse is thinking how they're feeling and i and i guess one of the challenges you got at the moment is with earlswood um and after his couple of runs back this spring how's he traveling at the moment and do you enjoy those challenges Oh, my my head's probably as rattled as how he's going at the moment, yeah. which is is frustrating. It's one of those things you wish they could tell you. Look, we had had a few niggles through after his autumn campaign with him, and uh, obviously he hasn't hasn't come back to his best. I don't think he um, we're going to see him at his best on those wet tracks. So, uh, that's one thing I'm very confident saying we need to get him back onto a better surface. But um, there's a little bit of tinkering I need to do with him to make sure I've, I've got him back to his best before he's he's seen at the races yet. So um, yeah, it's one of those frustrating things and that's the the lows of racing and you know it definitely gets you down on your feet when your your expectations are up and and the the results are down it's hard and it you know makes it harder to get up in the morning but um you know it's a challenge and it's something that um i suppose still keeps you wanting to figure it out and, and put the pieces of the puzzle together so um i mean i'm still young i'm still learning or I'll be the first to admit I might not have got it right all the time. So um, I've got to change up a few things with, with him and hopefully see him get back to his best. You're doing, you've done an amazing job, Matty, um, to commence your training career. From a, the, the, You just talked about the mental battle of the game as well because there's some great highs in this sport, but there's some also some lows when you, it's not quite working out for you. Um, do you, are you still learning to deal with the, the mental game when it comes to training horses? Um, how, how, have you, how have you coped with that side of um, the training caper? Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably one of the hardest hardest parts of the industries. I think you know a lot of people have made that pretty pretty well known. Um, I'm lucky I've got I've got really good support around me. Um, mm. My partner Patty is such an upbeat person and. Um, you know, we both want the same thing, and we both want to do do everything we can, do the best things by the horses to to get the results. So um, having him there with me definitely lifts me up a little bit. You know, you have to tell yourself sometimes that not everyone gets right every time, and um, it's frustrating with a horse like yours, with no doubt. But um, 
you know, we're, we're still learning along the way as, you know, you, you're constantly doing throughout the, throughout the, uh, the training ranks. So, um, yeah, it's hard, but the up, I think the ups, yeah. you know, the good times outweigh the bad times. And, uh, you know, you, you, I, I sit back and I watch other trainers. They have, they've got highs. They'll have a bit of a purple patch where they're running hot for a while and then they're all sunk for a bit. And, um, I think we're, we're no different at the moment. Um, I'm very mindful not to, to throw in the towel when things are bad and go chopping and changing everything I do. I think that's the worst thing you can do. I think you've got a, you know, you've got a system in place. Obviously our system has been, you know, relatively su- successful for what we've done uh, in the past, but um, sometimes you need to tinker with a few things, but not, not spit the dummy and, and change the whole system around. What about the other side of the business? We, we know that some of the biggest tables have their own CEOs these days. Um, you, you love your horses, and that's why you got into the training caper. But it's come. Uh, this the, the, this business is so much more than making sure that your horses are, are ready to go for each and every start. It's um, there's so much involved now as a horse trainer. How have you have you enjoyed that side of the game, Maddie? Yeah, look, I I enjoy that. There's so many different aspects to it. You know, you can. Um, sometimes get get out of the the horse side of things and get into the office for a couple of hours and focus on something else and you know chat with your owners and um, the the communication side of things I actually like the the variety of workload we do Um, you know we haven't got a huge team of horses so um, it's it's manageable Um, how I run it I do do a bit of everything Um, I've obviously got help help with you know the accounts my mum and one of my friends helps with the admin side of things, but you've still got to be a part of it because um, they don't know what we're doing here in the stables. And, and you know, obviously the, the communication side of things, I'm really lucky that a lot of my owners have, have become, you know, got a really good relationship now and um, you become good friends along the way and, you know, just calling and having a chat about their horses, um, you know, and, and what's going on inside and outside the stable. Is, is what keeps you keeps your head head above water sometimes. Loving this chat, Maddie. Um, if it's okay, stay with us. I just need to take a break here on Giddy Up. This is Girl Power with Maddie Raymond, and we'll come back and continue our conversation with one of the rising stars in the training ranks in um, Victoria. Giddy up on this Wednesday. We're talking to superstar young trainer Maddie Raymond. Um, Maddie, one of the turning points I would imagine in your life in the thoroughbred game was heading to Dubai to look after Brave Smash for Chris Lees. Can you talk us through that experience? Yeah, it was, it was a funny situation, actually. It was obviously after things went pear-shaped with Darren, I was actually unemployed at the time. So I wasn't really sure my, my life was a little bit up in the air, what I was going to do. Um, I'd applied for my trainer's licence. I was waiting waiting the decision on that when I got the phone call and asked to, to head over there with Brave Smash. So I was a bit um and an ah and to start with whether to head over there, just being in that tricky spot, but uh, made the made the call to head over there. It was, it was the best decision I'd made. I obviously met Paddy Bell, my partner over there. Yep. That's where we... Uh, kind of formed formed that relationship. Uh, I met John Nichols over there, who's been a, a huge huge part of my training career. And it's obviously Turas. He owns Turas, and we've got a couple of 
uh, really nice young horses for him. So he's uh, been great support. If I hadn't obviously taken that opportunity to go over there, I wouldn't have made those connections at the time. Uh, on top of that, just the, the experience um, being over there in a, in a whole new world, it, it was great. I had the, had the time of my life and uh, there's, there's certainly no regrets now. <laughs> and how difficult was that when the situation happened with Darren Weir? Because all of a sudden you're, You've gone from working with the best horses until your life being turned upside down. Um, it was definitely, definitely, like I, I say, it was the hardest time of my life, but uh, I was only such a small part of such a huge team that, you know, it affected so many that I can't uh, be be too complaining too much about it. But um, it was it was a very hard time. My, my whole world, my whole life re- re- revolved around that day. Was I absolutely loved, loved the role I had there, loved what I did, loved getting up going to work every day and it obviously just got ripped out from underneath you. So uh, it was it was a really hard time. I was really unsure. I, I, to be honest, I never had aspirations to train. It wasn't something I, I had uh, on my mind. I was happy happy doing what I was doing there and, and didn't really have any other, other plans moving forward. I would have happily stayed there uh, the rest of my life and done what I was doing. So I had to obviously reassess the situation. Um, Darren was actually the one that pushed me to get my license and said well, at some point in your life you've got to decide you're going to work for someone or have a go at yourself so um you know in in hindsight now he gave me the right push and I probably wouldn't have done it without that so um it's been it's been a roller coaster and it's got me where I am today like I said before it has its ups and downs but the ups outweigh the yeah. downs what was it like learning a little bit off Lindsay Smith we had him on our trainers tower um, show last Thursday and he's such a fascinating character when he talks about racing and the way that he goes about preparing horses uh, what was he like to work with for a little while um, yeah it was good he obviously you know sometimes sees things a little bit different I think he's got a brilliant eye for a horse yeah. um, to be able to sit back and watch him you know he can he can look at a horse and just tell you things that would have never run through you through your mind at all at any point. So um, he definitely does things a little bit differently, but it was really good to learn learn that aspect of things too. And um, obviously being that say, I was working with some really nice horses and good people. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed enjoyed my time there and um, obviously learned, learned a lot from, from someone else as well, not just um, I'd been with Darren for about eight years before that. So uh, just have another another look in and, and see how, how other people do it. Um, has only been a, an asset to what I do now. And you mentioned that you fell in love with Paddy Bell when you went to Dubai. Um, we all know Paddy for being the track work rider for Black Caviar. And when you talk to the trainers, Maddie, they say that the success to being a successful trainer is making sure that you've got great riders and you've got the best track work rider in the game, uh, nearly. Um, what have you learned from Paddy? Yeah, I think I think I do. We're both, we're both so different um, yeah. in how we look at a horse and... I mean, he he comes from from Moody's. I come from Darren's, and they were both so different. And um, I, I, you know, I think that's what makes makes us, you know, successful as well. Is we've got kind of those two different eyes over things, and we definitely uh, had our had our debates early on about how to <laughs> how won? to do things. Who um, won? <laughs> We we learnt to to uh, settle on each horse, so I I kind of sometimes let it, let him have his way with those those sprinting types of horses. Obviously, you know his big kick was back black caviar. So yep. um, 
Uh, but I think, yeah, we take a little bit from both. And um, I think that's been a huge asset to, to what we do. And um, like I said, he's, he's uh, such an upbeat person. And uh, to, to have him around and lift me up when the times are, are down, there's, there's nothing better. And obviously his, his ability in, in, you know, track work riding and just horsemanship is uh, next to none. We, we definitely wouldn't be where we are today without... Um, his input and, and influence and opinions on, on our horses. There's so many successful young women in the sport of uh, racing and Annabelle Neesham um, proves that you can quickly jump onto the scene. Her story is quite astonishing with how fast she's come in a short amount of time. But for any young people out there, male or female, Maddie, and from where you've come from and now with the success that you've had, what's your advice to young people wanting to become a horse trainer? Um, yeah, the industry probably, you know, quite a few years ago, there was a bit of talk about it being chauvinistic and, and me being a female. Yeah. Well, I think I'm entitled to my opinion, but I don't think it is anymore. I think whether you're male, female, if you want to have a go, if you want to put your head down and work hard, people will have that respect for you. Um, I don't think it's um, a bad thing being a female in this industry. I I like to think that I get the same respect from from anyone as if I was a, a, a male anyway. So um, you, you've got to work hard. You've got to be dedicated. It, it's, it's your life. It's not a part-time job, but it's not a full-time job. It's double that. Um, but if you love what you do and, and you, you know, strive to, to be the best you can and get the best results, um, you know, it, it, you won't work a day in your life. Obviously, that's a common saying, but um, yeah, if you, if you want to work hard and, and love what you do, um, you've got to just jump in the deep end sometimes and have a go. Yeah. Um, and you're swimming beautifully at the moment after jumping into the deep end. Um, you're inspiring. Um, you keep on inspiring, Maddie. Um, you should be so proud of what you've been able to achieve in this game and the success and the opportunities that are coming your way, you thoroughly deserve. Um, do you have one horse that we should be following in the next week or a horse for the spring? Uh, we're pretty excited to get two us back to yep. the races. Um, she had a really nice, good break. Um, she's come back just a bigger, stronger horse. I thought she obviously had a terrific first preparation for us, her second preparation. She never put in a bad one. She might not have quite got the head over the line, but uh, we had a few little ups and downs throughout that, that preparation. Um, and she, she didn't really disappoint, but I think we've got, given her that time now and um, she's come back in in really good order and we're really looking forward to, to getting her back to the races. She'll be our, our spring stand-up at this stage unless we can get Earlswood back on track. Well, great to chat. Um, could um, sit here and talk to you all day, Maddie, but I know you're busy and we're running out of time, <laughs> but I appreciate um, uh, the, the chat. Um, you're a star and good luck. Thanks very much, Gareth. Cheers. There's Maddie Raymond there for Girl Power on uh, this Wednesday. What a terrific young talent and a great ambassador for the sport of thoroughbred racing. Now, have you ever dreamt of owning a horse? My Racehorse and the Same Racer app could make it a reality. To enter, download the Same Racer app and submit two Same Race multis to go into the running to be crowned Punter of the Week. For 20 weeks, the Punter of the Week will win 10 micro shares in My Racehorse's exciting new two-year-old colt by the first season sire Grunt. Download the Same Racer app today and submit your Same Race Maltese for your chance to win. T's and C's apply. Time for the news. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.